0: Welcome to the newly launched Friday Spotlight, a new series of X-Forces Enterprise podcasts. I'm Ren Kapoor, Founder and Chief Executive at X-Forces Enterprise. And as a reservist for the British Army, my favorite military motto is, leave no one behind. And I think this sums up perfectly our aims and objectives of the podcast, where our community is supporting the community. Since 2013 X-Forces Enterprise has been helping members of the military community to start their business journey through training, mentoring, funding and ongoing support and connections. This new series shines a light on our X-Forces ambassador network and business champions. These amazing individuals from all over the UK have been hand selected to support others with their unique backgrounds, business experience, combined with their military skills, has stood them in good stead in the business world. Here, they generously share their expertise and experiences with the community. We hope you enjoy the episode. In today's episode, Dan talks to Lee harris Hamer, X-Force's ambassador and owner of White Horse Cleaning Services. I've had the pleasure of working with Lee and also running the initial training programme when he first met X-Force's Enterprise. It was straight away that you can see this infectious smile and he's so full of enthusiasm. One thing that really resonated for me and also is illustrative about his growth is that he really cares for people. And this comes across when he shares some of his views about his team and the clients he works with. Lee's actually one of our youngest entrepreneurs who has quite a few people working for him. So he's actually had to learn hands-on on the job and has taken a lot of advice from others, but also the real special thing about Lee is that he's always wanting to share that knowledge back. I really hope you enjoy listening to his journey from a professional and personal
1: perspective. Welcome to the XFE podcast. Today we have special guest Lee harris Hamer, Managing Director of Whitehorse Cleaning Services and an X-Forces Enterprise Ambassador for the Northeast region. Welcome Lee, great to have you on the podcast. Hi Dan, you all right. Yeah, I'm good, how are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Good. Um, so, Lee, so far this series, I've spoken to a lot of our newer X-Forces Ambassadors, but you've actually been part of the XF team for almost a year now, which is fantastic. And we'll, we'll delve deeper into that a little bit later. Firstly, it would be great if you could give people an insight into your, into your background and talk us through the inspiration and early stages of your company so how did white horse cleaning services start and what was the inspiration or or motivation behind starting the company
2: so so white horse cleaning services um started back in 2006 um i was medically discharged from the military um, and hadn't a clue what i was going to do um and what do you do like i had a family to support I had a three- year old and, and I was married um, and needed to have earn an income to support them. Um, so I started out as a carpet cleaner originally, so I got some funding from the Armory Bevelo Fund to go on some courses and buy some, some machinery, uh, which, which was really really helpful. Um, and basically I just there's a massive white horse on the hill where we live. Um, so I picked my logo and my name um, because it's relevant to the area. Uh, it's free marketing, so every time somebody drives past the white horse, boom, uh, they hopefully remember um, my company, and it seems to be working, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it, we, so we like I say, we initially started out as um, a carpet cleaning company, um, and that didn't really take off, to be honest, because there's a guy who's so good in this area, and he, his reputation is massive. Um, so we got approached to do um, somebody's clean, where there's moving out, um, and ready to hand back to the estate agents. And um, I was like, I'm not doing it. Um, I don't really want to do cleaning because uh, you, you think it's cleaning as being like a, um, a very feminine job. Um, and then my wife is like, look, we need to pay some bills, you know, and it's a great opportunity, it's another income, why not? Um, so we gave it a go. Um, and then she was that impressed, she asked us to start cleaning the house on a weekly basis. <laughs> um, and then her mum asked and then their friends asked and then before we know it we needed to take on our first employee um, after six months of trading or so, oh, about four months of trading so it's uh, that's how we, we established that
1: nice the power of, of word of mouth I guess um, what are some things since then that you're sort of personally proud of or any kind of milestones along the way
2: so um six months after trading um i got given a real good opportunity so um i went to clean this guy's house um it was just me and this another girl at the time um and she was just doing as and when she was Mm semi-retired and we went to clean this guy's house um not knowing who he was was or what he did uh because i don't really ask questions um And he was that impressed. He called me. I was like, oh gosh, here we go. Uh, Our first complaint, you know, what what we're going to do. And he was that impressed. He said, could you come to my offices? So I was thinking, yeah, just a two hour weekly clean at an office. Um, And we, four weeks later, I signed um, a five five figure sum um, to undertake the cleaning. Um, of, of of his factories um, and it 's an international company um, that provides food processing um, and we we do about five hundred hours we have free uh, full time staff there. Um, undertaking the work and we do the grounds and basically we've it's basically like a facilities management um, contract there now and, and and stuff so that was really proud and four years on we still have that contract and he's still happy as he was day one um, so for me that's really really proud um, and then secondly the proudest point is uh, just being able to employ staff and give people the opportunities in the local area you know um, for me them to be able to feed their families and me to be able to afford their wages is um a, a, an achievement um, hmm. and i think under the current circumstance i think getting through covid still having the business hmm. on the other side four months later um and being able to keep our business running with all the overheads i think any that's an achievement for anybody hmm. um, my eyes. So they're, they're my three biggest achievements to be honest
1: yeah definitely uh, you said you were proud of being able to employ people in before the call, you said that you're now employing 28 people, which is great. Um, And after your first six months, you employed your first person. How did the expansion go after that? How quickly were you starting to employ people?
2: So it was basically down to my concept and my marketing, basically. So what I I did was, my my principle was, right, I was very hands-on. At this time, we didn't have an office. It was run from my home. We had one vehicle. um, And I and this uh, this girl would, build a roundup so I'd market, um, do consultations, build that roundup and then when we had enough hours between 20 and 40 hours we'd employ people to take on that round then we'd pass that round on leave them to it as long as we train them in management and meet the client's expectations and we just did that for four four rounds uh, basically and then um, evening work started to come in so it's uh, and then like obviously we had this contract to manage and then we we got other big private estates, um, so it's all in the market, really, and it's me, and my massive thing is, uh, so there's two things, really, uh, customer perception. Perception from customers and staff, so how does the staff perceive us, can we improve? Um, and how does the clients perceive us, and can we improve? And I think all the time we're asking them two questions, it allows us to market, and again, the word, the, the word of mouth is incredible, because you're, you manage the client sets. client's um, expectations then they tell their friends Um, and then somebody comes into their office um, you never know who you're gonna meet really so that's how we continue to expand
1: definitely definitely Um, so if we track back a little bit um, you've obviously got a military uh, background I was wondering if you could talk a bit about your experience in the military and the kinds of values and and life skills you've gained from um, having served
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, I served eight years in the Royal Artillery. So I joined when I was 17. um, And I left when I was 24. And my time, them eight years were the best times of my life. I met some incredible people. And it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about myself. And it taught me a lot about life. Um, And it gave me some great skills um, while serving. You know, you get um, leadership, situation awareness, teamwork, problem solving, resilience, self-belief and integrity. Um, So they're just a number of things you get. um, You find out I've done two tours of Afghan and it allowed me to travel the world. If I didn't get injured, I'd still be in there today um yeah. I really really would because I loved it that much and it gives you it gives you um uh, routine routine is massive for me so it gives mm. you routine you know um and it also gives you security so like in this world on the outside world, security, nobody has security, nothing's secure. You can always lose your job. You can always may, be made redundant or the clients may leave. If you're in business, your business may be struggling due to cash flow and stuff like that. So in the army, you didn't have any of that. You turned up, you did what was required, then you went. Mm. You know, and, and as long as you do it to your best of your ability, nobody asks questions. Well, out here, it is a dog-eat-dog world.
1: Do you think that security is something that you've tried to instill in your your company now for your employees
2: oh no absolutely okay. absolutely so i wake up every morning and the question i ask is how can i get more hours for my staff so there's a huge pressure on my shoulder because if they don't have the work they cut their, their they don't i'm not going to meet their hours which means they're probably going to be end up being unemployed mm-hmm. um so we have to literally be at the top of our game especially in the cleaning industry there's a lot of competition so you have to be at the best the top of your game um all the times improving all the times it, it's, it's you need them hours for your staff. So, yes, we have contracts in place and stuff like that. But if you're rubbish, people aren't going to have you, you know, which means your staff aren't going to get their hours, which they won't get paid. So, security is absolutely massive. Um, and yeah, so it, it, so we, we have a lot of targets in place that, that allows us to, to do that. Um, and I have a fantastic coach called Jamie, who's incredible, and um, he's allowing me to, to keep rolling too.
1: Okay, cool. So coming into, into the present day, you're now an X-Forces Enterprise Ambassador. Um, could you talk a bit about when your first point of contact with X-Forces was?
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, six months after trading, um, as you're aware, I signed this, this, this huge contract uh, and it required us to put um, £16,000 up front. Um, in staff wages alone, because it was on a sixty-day payment term, um, and obviously you needed that cash flow for products and stuff like that. Um, after six months of trading, who has sixteen thousand pounds in their <laughs> bank cash flow just to give out? Absolutely nobody. Um, so we didn't. Yes, we was um, a startup company, um, but we wasn't. We didn't approach X Forces um, at the beginning of our journey. We approached X Forces. Um, to help us grow, basically, um, so we, we we needed some funding, so um, we asked for a startup loan um, and also the mentoring. Um, I also went on a master masterclass course with Ren and Martin too um, up at the Health Heroes Centre. That allowed gave me a great insight into into what they do, um, and, and yeah, so that that's how um, how we 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 met, we, we met ex forces.
1: Mm. How did you find that um, 12 months mentoring with with Dax?
2: Yeah, no, it was really, really good. It was really, really good. There was a couple of times where I needed some questions answered. So being in business, it can be really lonely, um, especially if you don't come from a business mind family. And sometimes family and friends are not the people you want to ask. Um, so sometimes you just need that person to ask um, who gets it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but also being um, ex- being uh, ex forces um, and a military community, uh, you want somebody who gets you too, because um, not a people get that. Um, and so it, it, it's yeah, it, it allowed me to to just have somebody on the back burner to say, look, I need some help. I need this question answering. How? What's the best way to do this? You know, um, and and that allowed that was massive for me. Um, so it just it just means it. You've got contacts
1: and you're not on your own. Mm. Um, yeah, so. bounce ideas off and get, that, get some questions answered, definitely. Uh, absolutely. So, as we've said, you, you are a, an X-Forces ambassador and you have been for a year now. Um, for people that, that may not know what that involves, um, one of the main roles of an ambassador is to host networking events for the military and business community where entre- entrepreneurs with a military background can come together and connect and support each other. Um, Lee you've got the unique perspective of having experienced our networking events move from in-person events to a a virtual space how have you found that transition
2: yeah so it's been um, interesting to be honest Um, I so I'm a very sociable person so face-to-face networking event means it's great you can sell yourself you know um to have to to what we now probably think is a little bit strange but a handshake goes a long way you know mm-hmm. hi i'm lee um goes a, a massive long way and also um it takes they say it takes around two minutes uh to, yeah in the first two minutes you make an impression of uh, of, of a person um where um, on a virtual one you haven't got that handshake you are in front of a screen um but with virtual, more people, we found that more people, it's easier accessible. So uh, yeah. we're quite a rural, I live in quite a rural place um, in North Yorkshire, in the northeast, quite rural. So you have to travel a little bit um and so where uh people that couldn't make it because of the traveling and work commitments and stuff like that then was able to make it through virtual um and it's great to see that the same some people the same people are coming back time and time again as well as when it went to virtual we had somebody up in Cumbria and and you're able to do a whole wider demographic um where when it's face to face it's a very small demographic um so yeah I, th- I think they both work really really well um and uh, yeah it, it gives a great insight um so yeah
1: yeah yeah that's one of the big benefits that we found um breaking down that um geographical barrier of travel and stuff um and also being able to get more of the ambassadors on onto each other's events and, and support each other that's been really cool
2: and it's also you, you, your audience of like guest speakers um, and stuff like that. You can have a wilder range because somebody, maybe, so we had the guy who was, uh, I think he was the managing director of the Startup Loans Company, um, and he, he worked for the... British, no, he was the uh, managing director of the British Bank um, and Startup Loans Company, um, and where before we probably couldn't get him into North Yorkshire, where virtually he was able to, to come in and give a great speech um you know and if we want like the the um the mp for veterans affairs you know it's hopefully we can get him online Mm. um and stuff where he wouldn't just do an hour uh, probably a four-hour trip for a a two-hour event it's just it's not gonna
1: happen yeah definitely yeah i agree yeah the guest speakers we've had are awesome so far so hopefully we can keep getting some some great speakers on um generally speaking how much uh, importance do do you put on networking obviously you've you spoke on the importance of even just a handshake, um, but when thinking about like the growth, growth of your company, and
2: so for me personally, I think networking is key, uh, but it's not just networking events. It could be networking in Tesco's. It could be networking <laughs> on the dog walk. You know, you never know who you're going to meet. So I've actually um, got some very successful contracts through people I've met in Tesco's people i've met um uh on the dog walk you know my very first contract i met met the director on the dog walk
1: no way
2: Uh, and and so yeah and obviously networking i think the more people the more network more people you have in your network and the more interaction you do with everybody and make people aware of who you are it's people talk you know, another, another one of my contracts, it was because I went in um, to a building supplies to get something, um, and he, he said, ah, oh, who, who are you, and I was in uniform. He said, ah, oh, you own Horse Cleaning Services. I was like, yeah. He then, somebody asked him, do you know a cleaning company? He was like, yeah, I've never used them, but White Horse Cleaning Services. That was two years ago, still got the contract. Um, so yeah, you're, you never know who you're gonna meet in any situation, but networking is, is key.
1: Nice, always be prepared.
2: And it allows you to build your personal brand. So take, take your business aside, you know, it allows you to build your personal brand because I think that you need two brands in business. You need your personal and you need your business. Mm.
1: Um,
2: so, yeah.
1: Definitely. Some great advice there, I think. Um, finally, I want to bring it to the present day as we find ourselves in this unprecedented pandemic situation. How has that been for, for you and your business? Um, we talked a little bit beforehand about yeah. how you've managed to get nearly everyone back now um have you had to adapt along the way
2: yeah so um if i rewind back to february we done um so we looked at our business plan we looked at our structure of our business um and we made the decision to get rid of all our domestic clients. So we got rid of 217 clients altogether um, because it financially it wasn't working for me. Um, it wasn't working for my company. 80% of my stress was coming from 20% of my clients um, and that 20% was all the domestics. Um, so it's, we made decisions. So from the 1st of March, we will have no domestics um, and unfortunately we had to go through redundancies, um, but it was a personal choice they, they, they wanted to take redundancy rather than going elsewhere um, and so that happened at a crucial time for us because if we still had all them clients on the 23rd of March when we closed the business down we would probably be not here today um through the financial situations um so on the, on the 21st 3rd of march we went into lockdown we closed the company of the one client uh which is the, as we said is the food processing place so they had to keep um england fed um, mm. so we, we they worked all all through, which is grand because that, that was able to pay my overheads and their wages job done. And then we relied on the furlough, um, for the, for the other 25 staff that we have. Um, so it's, yeah, so it's, it's been, it was a tough time, a lot of planning, a lot of, um, worry, you know, everything not, you didn't really know what curveball, cause it's so unprecedented. Nobody knew what was happening. Nobody knew if there's going to come out at the start. Nobody knew if there's going to come out at the other end. Um, So when it started calming down a little bit on the 11th of um, June, no, on the 1st of June, uh, we decided that, right, we're opening back up. We can get enough PPE, we can get enough uh, of the right product, um, you know, and we're going to slowly integrate our services back in because there were still clients that needed us. Uh, but we happy to go on the back burner because obviously the risk was too high. Um, so we look, we done all the risk assessments. We looked at all the risk involved and we decided that we were going to start bringing staff back in. Um, and we've done it gradually. So we brought one staff member in then we brought another two in and then slowly built it back up. Loan working, then team working and stuff like that, which in this job we can do. And also we uh, was able to keep the social distance in between the staff and and bubbles. So we basically use bubbles um, and put people in bubbles. So if that bubble goes poorly, there's loads of planning that's gone Mm -hmm. involved and it's been quite successful um, as we speak. Um, So in the big contract we had, we didn't have one case of Corona or symptoms in that place. And there's like, there's about 600 staff in the factory. Um, so oh, wow. which I think was very, very impressive. Um, and I, I do sincerely put that down to the great staff, that the cleaning staff, because they worked really, really hard um, to keep that factory going. So yeah, so um, fast forward to now, um, our last staff member is coming back in um, on the eleventh of August um, off furlong. Um, other than that, everyone is back and everyone is fighting fit, which is good. Um, nice. And we seem to be now um, at the same stage we was back in March, um, which we are we are very very happy with. Um, so yeah, it is all good at White Cleaning Clean Services.
1: Great. Well, it's good to hear that. The company is still doing really well and and everyone's safe and back, nearly back to work. Um, Thanks so much for talking to me on the pod today. It was great to have you on and hear how things have been going and to get some insights into your role as an XFE ambassador. Um, We're really excited for your next networking events. Um, People can find out more by following the XF social media channels and visiting our Eventbrite page. Just before we go, where can people find you online and where could they find out more about Whitehorse Cleaning Services?
2: So personally, they can find me on um, Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter. Um, And business wise, you can find us on LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram too. Um, And we also have a website, which is www.whitehorsecleaningservices.co.uk where we have a blog on there too. Um, So feel free to come and have a browse.
1: Perfect. Um, Sounds great. Thanks, Lee. uh, And to everyone listening, be sure to check out um, Lee's next networking event. See you all
0: then. Our X-Forces Ambassador Network and business champions are absolutely fundamental to the armed forces community, imparting their knowledge to those looking into self-employment through our networking events and through our Knowledge Exchange Hub. The hub is free to register and gives you access to a database of articles, the opportunity to match up with other entrepreneurs, plus access to all our free training and networking events sign up today at xfehub.com. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You can find us on all the usual social media channels as well as at x-forces.com. Wishing you all the very best until the next episode.